Hello again. Welcome to Tell Me. So this episode is so fun. Marina did a great job of helping to produce this episode. She put together a bunch of audio clips of you asking me questions. So thank you to everybody who took the time to record your questions for me. I hope I answered them satisfactorily. Or is that a word? Satisfactorily? That's not a word, right? We can make it a word. Okay, they'll make it a word. And everybody else who wrote in their questions, we honestly got over a thousand questions. But this podcast has really been a really fun journey for me. I got to talk to so many cool people. And I thought this was a nice idea for an episode to just hear what's on all of your minds and to answer some questions for you because none of this would be happening. 19 seasons of the show, the podcast, none of it would be happening if it weren't for the amazing fans. So this is my episode of the podcast for all of you, and I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Ellen. My name is Jessica, and I'm such a huge fan of your work. So thank you so much for taking the time to answer our questions today. I'm currently a second-year medical student, so I'm curious if Grey's Anatomy ever made you wish that you had become a doctor. Absolutely not. I have a huge respect and admiration for anyone who does choose to go down the path of becoming a doctor. But I, for one, was never a big fan of school or books or homework. So I have no desire to be a real doctor. I'll leave that up to people who have a real passion for it. I'm also a huge fan of private practice and I'm constantly rewatching the series. So if you could bring over an actor from private practice, other than Katarina or Kate, who would it be and what would their story be? If we could have one character come over, I would have definitely said Amy Brenneman because she's one of my personal faves. Smart lady, great actor, and I've known her a long time and I really love her. Grey's Anatomy is really a socially progressive show. It's featured a lot of women, people of color, queer characters, in addition to hard-hitting social and political plot points. What is something that you feel hasn't been addressed yet on Grey's Anatomy that you would like to see addressed? This is a tricky question to answer because the truth is we've covered a lot of very important topics and we do talk a lot about things. I think if I had any desire, honestly, it would be to be less sort of preachy in one episode about certain things. It's like we do one episode about, let's see, Asian hate crimes is one that we did this past season that was really moving. I think I'd like to see things happen a little more subtly and over time you know, consistently and less sort of hit you over the head with it for just one hour and then we never talk about it again. I wish we could sort of touch on these social issues that are important and relevant and sort of have them be threads throughout. Hi, Ellen. My name is Kaya. And first of all, I'd like to say that I'm a huge fan of you and everything that you do. So this is a really cool opportunity. Thank you for allowing me to ask you a few questions today. While you are obviously a pop culture icon, you also use your platform to bring awareness to extremely important issues, which I love you for. How do you make time for yourself and maintain your work-life balance? Ooh, okay. Maintaining work-life balance. Well, sometimes I feel like I'm not so good at that. You have to get really good at saying no to things, which I've definitely gotten better at. If you want to maintain a good, healthy work-life balance, you have to love the word no. 
and really don't say yes to things that you really don't want to do. Don't say yes to be nice or because you feel like you have to go support things. You really just have to take time for yourself. And I think that's something over COVID that I just got really, really good at is saying, nope, I don't want to go out. I want to stay in tonight. I don't feel the need to run around. What other character on Grey's Anatomy would you like to play if you weren't Meredith Grey? Ooh, what other character would I like to play? Well, I can't really do that because I can't really answer. I mean, it's a great question, but I can't really do that because I love everybody that's played everything so much. And I could never do it any more brilliantly than everybody that's cast as their characters does. So I'm going to pass on that one, Kaya. I saw recently that you said in an interview that you would love a Taylor Swift cameo on Grey's. What Taylor Swift song do you think Meredith relates to the most right now? So my favorite Taylor Swift song, obviously, would have to be Bad Blood because, you know, Meredith's a surgeon, so that's the one that makes the most sense. And I was in the video, so yeah, gotta be Bad Blood. And my kids think I'm cool. I think they think I'm cooler that I was in the Taylor Swift video than because I have my own show on TV. Hi, Ellen. My name is Malia. And for starters, I am so excited to be able to ask you a few questions. I've been a fan of you and the show for so long. So this is really exciting. What character death was the saddest for you? Hi, Malia. Uh, Wow. What character death was the saddest? Well, okay, so not everybody that's left the show has died. So I have to go back in my Rolodex. I would say it was Derek Shepard dying. And Mark Sloan, a close second. But Derek Shepard dying was really, really emotional. And I knew how hard it was going to be for the fans. It's really hard to play that kind of stuff because you can't really fake it. You have to put yourself in a dark place and a really sad place. And so it's always sad when someone dies. But for sure, Derek Shepard dying was the saddest of all sad scenes, for sure. I know music plays a huge part in people's lives. So I was wondering what song has been your anthem this year? Mm, Good question. What song has been my anthem? Well, I have different anthems for different moods and music does play a huge role in my day to day. So I would say it depends. You know, I had some pretty profoundly sad moments this year with people passing away. And so I was really into gospel music and specifically Kanye's Sunday Service. I was listening to that a lot. I absolutely love Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack and Silk Sonic. I love that whole vibe. So that was also one anthem vibe. And Marina would know. I feel like we listen to a lot of Beyonce. Well, we always listen to a lot of Beyonce. There's like staples and then there's additions. Yeah, our new addition this year was Dua Lipa. We've been listening to her a lot. It was. The Elton John collabs were great. Okay, there you go, Malia. If not the entertainment industry, what other industry would you like to work in? If I wasn't in the entertainment industry, I think I probably would have loved to have been like a real estate agent because I love houses or an interior designer because I love to decorate houses. I love everything to do with houses. Landscape designer would be pretty fun too. I love gardens and that whole thing. Anything to do with houses. Hi, Ellen. My name is Emmy. I'm so excited to be asking you a few questions today. I've been a huge fan of yours in Grey's Anatomy for like six years now. I've probably rewatched the show about 10 times. Who have you had the longest friendship with? 
Hi, Emmy. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching the season a bunch of times, all the seasons a bunch of times. That's dedication. Who have I been friends with the longest? I've definitely been friends the longest with Justin Chambers. I knew Justin before Grays. We knew each other from New York when we were starting out as actors together. If you could bring any cast member back who died or got sent off the show, who would it be? Oh my goodness. If I could bring somebody back, that is a really tricky question. But strictly just selfishly as a character that I love on the show, I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I would probably say Alex Karev, Justin Chambers. Which season or episode was your favorite to film and the most fun? Obviously, 400 episodes. There's so many. I mean, I watch the show now with Stella and some of the episodes. I'm like, when did I film that? It's really kind of wild to go back and watch the show now with my 12-year-old. But I would say the pilot would go down as my favorite episode because none of us really knew what we were doing or getting into, you know? We really had no idea what it would become. Just symbolically, that would be one of my favorite episodes. And then I think the shooter episode was fantastic. We knew filming that episode that it was like great TV. You never knew what was going to happen from minute to minute. To build suspense like that in the writing and then continue to build it in the editing and the acting is a real accomplishment. So I think that's the episode I'm probably most proud of. Hi, Ellie. My name is Stephanie. So my question is, what does your morning routine consist of before going on set? How do you prepare yourself for a long day of shoots? Hi. Okay, so how do I prepare myself for a long day of shooting? Well, first I wake up and I have a glass of lemon water and then I have a coffee. Then I take a shower, brush my teeth. I take my kids to school. And then after I take my kids to school, I get to my trailer. I have a matcha. My lovely assistant, Marina, gets me an oat milk matcha latte, no sugar. And we light some sage, some Palo Santo, and we put on music. And then I get my hair and makeup done in my trailer so that I can control my environment. And we've got all our cleansing smoke going on and our music. And I look over the dialogue for the day. What was your favorite Meredith scene where she almost dies? My favorite Meredith scene where she almost dies was definitely episode 1209. Definitely, I would rate that as one of my favorite episodes of all time. And getting to work with one of my acting heroes was definitely one of the top two highlights of making the show over all these seasons. Those questions were great. Thanks, everybody who took the time. Now, Marina, her second surprise for me is she is going to read me questions because we got so many so she's taken the time to sift through some, and she is going to ask me now on behalf of the fans. Hi, Marina. Hi. Long time no see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. What has been more difficult through your planning process than you originally anticipated about the podcast? 
What's been difficult about the podcast for me, I honestly did not realize how much work it was going to be. Most of the people we've had on the podcast have extensive careers. They've written books and they have huge body of work. Those are the people that I found the most interesting and really wanted to have conversations with. So I tried to stay true to who I'm passionate about. But that being said, I have to read their books and I have to really brush up on everything. And having a full-time job and having three kids and doing all the prep work for the podcast was really a lot more work than I had anticipated. Definitely, I thought, oh, you know, I've done 400 episodes of a TV show, 47 episodes of a podcast will be nothing. But the truth is, to do my guests justice and to really be prepared for the conversations with them, I really did have quite a bit of prep to do. And it's been fun, but it's definitely been a lot more work than I anticipated. Do you have any technique for memorizing scripts? I do have a technique for memorizing scripts, and it's writing the dialogue down. Whenever I have a long monologue or a lot of pages of dialogue, I write it, and that always helps me memorize. I think you're a great cook, so this is a great question. Mm. What is your favorite dish to cook? Ooh, well, I mean, my favorite dish to cook, I would say, is probably any kind of pasta because the kids like that the most, and I like when I cook something and they actually like it as opposed to when I cook something and they don't like it. And I think I'm the best at cooking pasta. I also make a mean salad. I think Marina would agree with that. Yeah, her salads are dope. They're really good. Have you ever lived a spiritual moment that you will never forget no matter how much time passes? Wow. I mean, have I ever lived a spiritual moment? I mean, I would like to think I take the time to try to have spiritual moments every day. I think that's an important thing to do in life. It happens all the time. I feel my dogs, Gigi and Valentino, once a day for sure. I see Gigi and Valentino around every corner. I constantly am seeing things as signs, you know, which it's funny because playing a doctor, doctors are so scientific, but I am very, very spiritual. I'm not religious at all, but I am very spiritual. That was a good question. Okay, Marina, what else do you have? What do you usually do to improve a bad day? I put on music and try to turn my mood around. For sure, I would say if I'm in a bad mood, I vent a little bit, I curse, I swear. And then maybe light some sage, put on a song, and then I curse some more, and then rant some more, and then have to try to calm myself down so I don't get myself in trouble. <laughs> Tea. <laughs> the next one's interesting because you don't have many free days, but what do you like to do on your free days? Well, I love to go out to lunch. On my free days, I love to just like go have a nice lunch, you know, and do nothing. To be honest, on my free days, I really like to do nothing. I just like walk around my garden and do stuff in my garden. I have a beautiful vegetable garden and I literally could stay in there all day. I like to cook dinner. I mean, I pretty much cook every day, but on my days off, which don't happen often. Like she said, I like to cook something. I like to take my time and really plan something and make something nice. I find things to do, but I really love a day when I have nothing to do. Me too. <laughs> if you can be in any movie ever made, which one would it be and why? P.S. You can't say The Godfather. We all know that's your favorite movie. Wait, why can't I say The Godfather? Because they already know. <laughs> 
That's so not fair. What are you talking about? Okay, I would say like The Apartment, Shirley MacLaine movie, The Apartment. That's a good one. Or The Talented Mr. Ripley was the sickest movie ever. Not that I could ever do a better job in it than GP did. GP killed that role. But that would have been a super fun movie to be in. Shoot all over Europe, all over Italy in the summer with Jude Law and Matt Damon. Like what? She's in a hole. She's spiraling everywhere. For any of you kids who have not seen The Talented Mr. Ripley, please go watch that movie. It's perfection. She's staring at me. Do you think I've not seen it? I hope so. I hope a hundred (laughs) times. Not a hundred, but I have. Now that you are officially coined, as we call you, an international superstar, how do you feel about receiving a star next year on the Walk of Fame? Oh, my goodness. Now, see, any answer to this, Marina? Why are you asking me this question? You see what she does? No, 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 no. She knows. She knows how I feel about this. And listen, am I supposed to give the politically correct answer? Listen, I get weird with like attention. I know it's crazy and I'm an actor and I wanted attention and all that. But the truth is I'm a little weird about attention. I'm a little bit weird about celebrating myself. We talked about this on the podcast a little bit, how like I'm not the best at celebrating myself. Like I'm the person when they sing happy birthday, I kind of cover my face and act like I'm five and I'm super shy and I go in the corner. You know, I don't know, whatever that is. It's a great honor and I've worked my ass off for 20 years in this town. And I'm super grateful that all my dreams came true. And I get a star on the Walk of Fame. I mean, that's pretty awesome. But the like more immediate answer is like, ooh, are people going to take my picture and, and you know, say something about it and show up and have people clap while I stand there? Like, ooh, ooh, ciao. That is like not my favorite thing. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Evolved Ellen. Evolved Ellen. Will celebrate herself. Oh, yeah. For the moment. It's good to celebrate your hard work and accomplishments sometimes. It's not like you get up and you're like, I'm me. I mean, I celebrate my own way with myself. Like that's celebration enough. Let other people celebrate you. Oh my God. That's all we're trying to say. Okay. Get comfortable with it. If you could invite anyone to be on this podcast, living or dead, who would it be? Oh, probably Barack Obama or Michelle Obama, for sure. What are some tips you have on productivity? You're really good at being productive when you want to be. I think productivity is like a state of mind. You either have drive or you don't. I do think that people enter into different phases in their life. I have not been in a non-productive phase in my life yet. Maybe it'll happen someday. But I don't know, man. I mean, I just grew up with a lot of action and a lot of people who hustled around me. And that's right in me. I like action. I like the hustle. And some people just don't. But if you are a person who like wants to be productive, then have a plan. Wake up every day, do this, you know, routines, rituals. I wake up every morning, have a glass of lemon water. Then I go on the treadmill. Like if you want to be driven and want to cultivate that, I would say stick to a schedule and do what you say you're going to do and write down what you're going to do. What place have you not traveled to that you want to go to? Africa. Why? Because I love the animals. You know, I'd love to go on safari and I will someday when the kids are a little older. I also feel kind of weird about like being intrusive to the animals. Like we should just stay the fuck away from them and give them their peace and quiet and stop traipsing through their land with jeeps. But 
I don't know if that's how the conservation places make money to be able to hire people to protect the animals, then I guess we need to do that. So I would say Africa. That's a good answer. I'll accept it. Motherland. Mother, I will mother. accept it. All right. You're the queen of health. You're the epitome of health. What is your favorite healthy snack? I mean, I eat like a bird, nuts and seeds, nuts and seeds, <laughs> but I love dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And? Peanut butter, almond butter. I love a chip. I love a potato chip. She also loves going to get ice cream. I love going to get, but I can't do that anymore. I have to stop it. No, we haven't cream. gotten ice Listen, cream in like the dairy two weeks. is no good. I have stopped it with the ice cream. It's been like two weeks. It's been three. Three? I haven't had ice cream in three weeks. You see? You see? I really, honestly, I do not think dairy is good for us. I don't eat any other dairy, really. But every once in a while, I do have a thing for ice cream. I definitely do. We had ice cream a few days ago. Did we? Yeah. Wait, when? Oh, at Disneyland. At Disneyland. Yes, 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 we did. A soft serve at Disneyland, for sure. But that's it. Just saying. Right, but that was amazing. It was really Yeah. You've said multiple times that you started the podcast with the intention to connect with the young women that support you and important subjects. I'd like to know if there's been a moment during this project that you felt this desire was accomplished. I guess maybe what I meant by connecting was to put information out there that serves you all and that helps you all navigate your lives in a safer way, a more fun way, you know, a better way, anything. Just give a gift to you of information. You know, one of the things that I always say to younger people when I have conversations with them is that I didn't have a lot of women in my life or people in my life who were willing to sort of coach me or guide me or tell me what I should do. I mean, I've had a lot of guys try to tell me what to do, but that's not what we're talking about here. I didn't really have any mentors, I will say. And so what I have tried to do is try to mentor by way of guests and have my guests come on and drop gems of wisdom in a mentoring sort of way. So I think we've accomplished that. I certainly hope we've accomplished that. I love it. And I think this is a great way to end this episode. Yay! Woohoo!